0: Hello everybody and welcome to Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend Natalie Poucher. Welcome back everyone. Oh, I'm not sure if you loved or hated last week's episode. (laughs) Our ASMR between the sheets moment but you know I like to keep it real on the show. I think it's refreshing and again, it may not be your cup of tea and that's totally okay, but this is my life and I'm going to be incredibly authentic. So, I hope you guys enjoyed last week. We did end up going back to LA without Piper this time. He took me to Angler, which was the place with the caviar and oh my gosh, if you guys can make it there Please go. There's one in San Francisco, and then there's one at the Beverly Center here in Beverly Hills. And it is like a butter banana pancake. Okay, it's, it is soft, not soft. <laughs> it's warm. Well, I mean, I guess it is kind of soft. It's like a little cloud. Uh, and then they bring this, like, this also like a buttered banana spread, and it just melts on the pancake. And then you put on this salty caviar right in the middle and then they have you eat it like a taco and it is the best thing I've ever eaten in my life oh my god Riley's like can we have this every day for breakfast I'm like sure if you want diabetes anyway we had the best time we ended up going to a Dow event we always go to events but they were just launching the soul of a lion uh 2018 wine it's a cabernet and it was so delicious I can't even tell you how obsessed I am with all of their wine but this one in particular whoo it may be up there with the with the uh, unbound I have to say but anyway we had a great time Riley and I just were able to get away for a few hours my mom watched Piper and it was just nice uh, it finally had a real date night and I feel like I took you guys along with me and <laughs> on my Instagram so make sure to go check that out I, I saved it all on my highlights under um, LA I think staycation or something but anyways Today on the show, I have my girlfriend on. Her name is Barbie. Well, her name is Barbara, but we call her Barbie. Mercado. I've known her for over 15 years. We go way back. I mean, we had like fake IDs back in the day. We were young kids just living our life. And here we are many years later and we're both stay-at-home moms. She just had her second baby and that's why I wanted to have her on because her sort of birth story didn't go as planned and her baby was in the NICU for a while and I just wanted her to share her story. She was open to doing it and I know I have a lot of moms that follow me here. So I just thought her story was um, you know, really interesting and thank God there was a happy ending. Also, we talk about postpartum, uh, what it's like to sort of do things untraditionally. She also got pregnant out of wedlock. Um, and she calls she calls her her baby daddy uh, her roommate. So <laughs> we're gonna get into all of that. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. Yeah.
1: This is the way
0: I am, it's just the way I am. And I wanna dance with you. Yeah, i uh, we've known each other since I, I want to say it's like 15, over 15 years, right? Yeah, 15 years. Holy oh, shit. Like 15 years. That is and crazy. Like, we did like the, fi- well, I had a fake ID because you obviously. <laughs> no, I
1: used your sister's ID too, remember? I used to use it too.
0: We, we both, used both your did? sister. yes <laughs> yes it was so Do you, bad i remember in fuller downtown fullerton i didn't get in one night and everyone else got in and she was like bye and i'm like Bitch. <laughs> with that same id
1: this is totally off topic i um got a ticket like a, from the cops in santa barbara didn't you know that, about that and i had to give your sister's id to the cops so i couldn't
0: no. use it again
1: it was really traumatic <laughs> yeah i was like really stressed out I was still living with my parents. I was like, I'm gonna be in so much trouble. It's so embarrassing. Oh
0: my god, that's awful. Okay, hold on.
1: Uh, oh,
0: she's awake? She's awake,
1: but what if I put her in front of the TV and like put coca yeah, on Yeah, try it, try it. Okay, okay, pause. Is she like but awake would- awake?
0: Oh fuck, yeah, mine's moving too. What, by the way, it never fails. Oh, poor baby. Um, no, it's but it's good that we at least did this as like a test run, and who knows, it may still work. Okay, we'll see how long we have because she's moving. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So I was I was laughing how you call Vince, who is your baby daddy, basically your roommate.
1: Yeah, he's my roommate.
0: Do you do you call him that in front of him?
1: <laughs> yes, I do. And you know what's funny? Like when he's on the phone with like paying the bills or when he's complaining at a hotel he's like me and my wife me and my wife and I'm like (laughs) I'm not your wife because you know what that like diminishes like the whole excitement of getting married or getting proposed to I'm like don't pretend we are married and so like I always joke around and I'm not like necessarily joking I'd rather call him my roommate than my boyfriend (laughs) I feel (laughs) like why I feel like boyfriend sounds so like childish to me Like, we have have a house together, we have a mortgage together, we have two kids, (laughs) and I'm like, he's my roommate, you know, or, um, how did I put it on, like, a tax form? I said, like, we have an equal agreement.
0: (laughs) Oh, my god, Like, we have a
1: a shared uh, equity agreement.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God, my paper is, like, just staring me dead in the eye.
1: Oh, just so everyone who's listening knows, like, it took me a mom of two like five hours to just to get on the computer <laughs> um and then my kid this, woke up
0: not just not just that we may have to pause this because both of our children just got up yeah she's like staring. so we should
1: just call this like episode humble and stressed
0: <laughs> humble and a fucking mess um, <laughs> Okay, we're going to try this again, because we tried last week, but between your two kids and my one, who I feel like feels like five, it was a shit show, <laughs> so, to say the least. Yes. Okay, but how are you, first of all, and your little baby? I'm. So we're having to FaceTime while we do this, but you're holding your little munchkin. How old is he now?
1: Um, that is a great question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think he's ten weeks, so he's two months old now. Yeah.
0: Oh my God! And how much does he weigh now?
1: He is eight pounds, and obviously, people listening don't know he was born three pounds eight ounces.
0: I know. We're gonna get into your whole birth story. Oh my gosh! The fact that he is now what some people have to push out is Close crazy. My mind. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank you, little one. You saved me a, another horror yeah. story. <laughs>
0: Um, okay. So let's like rewind just a little bit. And first yeah. of all, yesterday we were talking about postpartum. Oh yeah. And Hi. like just the reality of what that looks like and like the hideous reality of it. Yeah. Cause I feel like, and you just shared on it with your, like on your stories, but how you're, you're suffering from like mild depression and anxiety and all of the things Hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I can always talk about it. Um, I feel like it's like it's um, it's like your first reaction to it is to not talk about it, right? You like bottle it up. And I feel like after doing it with my first, I told myself I would not let that happen to me again. I was so mm-hmm. depressed with Romy for like six months. So people... Like, I posted on my stories yesterday, and, like, people will reach out to me, and they're like, I'm so grateful that you talk about it. And I'm like, I'm not doing it for you. (laughs) 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 No, it's true, though. Like, I feel like for me, um, even though it's not easy to talk about, I don't let it – I don't give it life. So if I talk about it, I'm able to, like, work past it throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: But I'm currently – Um, How did you know that you had it with Romy? And how did you know it was like, how did you distinguish? Oh, I'm going through postpartum versus maybe just like what you would think is just normal depression or anxiety.
1: Oh, no, that's like a good thing to bring up, because I I also think that as moms, like we all think. I mean, I can only speak for myself, but my impression is from people is. That we all think like it's not as bad as it somebody else might be going through, so we couldn't possibly be going through it. Like we undermine it and we push it down because it's not that bad. We're like functioning, so right. it can't be that bad, right? Right. So I think a lot of us don't get treatment or don't talk about it because we we don't think is it. It's as bad as it could be, which is unfair mm-hmm. because any of it is bad, in my opinion. If you have it a little bit, right. you have a lot of it. It all sucks. Um, with Romy, I actually wasn't sure at first. I knew I was sad and I knew I was down, and I had been depressed once before in my early twenties. So I mm-hmm. had um, some familiar feelings. But in my, I'm like a social person. Like I was a bartender, pregnant, and yeah. <laughs> so like for me, I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? Maybe it's just me, like lonely because I'm used to being out every day. You know, so like I kind of chalked it up to that for like the first three or four months. Um, but what really, um, brought it to life was my relationship. Like Vince and I were in a really bad place, which Mm -hmm. I think happens to a lot of couples. You know, we were so good when I was pregnant. And then of course the stress of a baby, the stress of moving in together. Um, and he knows this, like we talked about it when I got pregnant again, cause I was like, we are not doing that again. You know, (laughs) okay, not do it.
0: And you know, a lot of things got better, but things got better after you had the baby. Or it was, like, it was months like good, after? Oh, with
1: Romy, it was good for, mm-hmm. like, for like two weeks, between Vince and I. And then it slowly started to get high stress, you know, like, a lot of passive-aggressive attitude. Um, right. You know how it goes, like, under your breath. Which, like is, we were, so,
0: which is so natural, but it doesn't help when, when the foundation is already rocky.
1: Right. We had just, mm-hmm. just so everyone knows, like, we had just moved in together, like, when I got pregnant. I got pregnant, like, a week after
0: and um so were you planning it or did you sort of know like (laughs) oh it could happen we like
1: okay in in fairness like I joked around about it a lot like every time we were out and about I was just like give me a baby (laughs) you know like um (laughs) I knew I had baby fever but by no means was I like let's do this right now trying
0: but I knew
1: if I did get pregnant we were going to do it. You know what I mean? Like we're right, at right. that age, we love each other, it's going to happen. So, yeah. So anyway, at least with that time, I knew, um, I knew because when I couldn't even lean on him, I felt even more isolated and more depressed and I kind of felt further into it and I was crying every day. Well, I get emotional talking about it. Um, I
0: remember that. Yeah, it was really hard. Um, because when
1: you have a new baby, your partner is really like your only friend,
0: you know, Hmm. hmm
1: So yeah. So when it got pregnant with Luca, we talked about it. Well, I mean, I talked about it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Just so everyone knows, I'm wearing the baby right now. So if I sound like a little panicky, it's because I have a baby in my throat. He literally Um, is. He's like in my throat. No. um, So we talked about it, and my OB is so amazing. Um, I talked about it with him. I just, I knew. I was never going to allow that to happen to me to happen to me again. Um, even if I couldn't mm-hmm. control it, even if like the hormones were going to give it to me, I wasn't going to add to it. And right. I knew that our relationship just had to be stronger. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we're still a work in progress, um, but at least I'm able to communicate, like, hey, like we need to cut it out, like when we're not having a good day, because it's affecting me more than it's affecting you right now. You know what I mean? Right. So it's crazy because this time around, it's not the relationship that's triggering me. I, well, Luca was, um, we will get into the birth story, but he was in the NICU for four and a half weeks. Um, okay. So let's just,
0: yeah, let's just, let's just get into it. So, so you got pregnant. Um, when did you get pregnant?
1: <laughs> um, at my best friend's was wedding. <laughs> um, <laughs> literally like we are just like one and done. Like we don't have to try. And I know that's <laughs> triggering for some people cause I know it's not easy for everyone,
0: um, but it's right.
1: almost, like, scary how easy it
0: was for us. It um, was for you? Yeah. Yeah,
1: It's um, it's a different kind of fear. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was in November of 2020. You know, we thought the pandemic was kind of coming down a little bit, um, which, of course, it hasn't. <laughs> but I got pregnant. And, and I, your
0: relationship was sort of on the mend, and then you guys talked about it, and it was like, okay, like, let's try? He
1: knew I wanted another baby. Like, I want three, like a crazy person. Uh-huh. And um, so, no, no, we we did talk about it. Like, he knew I wanted another. We didn't really say, like, hey, we're starting to try. But we rarely get, like, date nights. And we were out at a wedding at a nice hotel. And it was kind of like, this is our shot, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we weren't really planning. But I guess we weren't, like, he knew. So uh, maybe in his head he was planning because, I mean, ultimately, it's kind of his decision whether it happens or not. Right, right. So, yeah, but we were in a better place. I was totally okay with getting pregnant at the time.
0: And then, so then you find out. And then you are how many weeks in when all of a sudden everything sort of shit I should probably
1: add, you're not going to believe me, but like legit, like three days after, I was like, I'm pregnant. And <laughs> he was like, no. no, no, I know. I know this sounds absolutely crazy. And I know like even my doctor's like, there's no way you could tell because I asked him. And I was like, I swear on my life, like three oh, days. Oh, I believe like, you. Like my body, I just felt so different immediately. And my <laughs> boobs hurt right away, like right away to the touch. Um, Which is so weird for me because that doesn't happen to me, not even on my period, you know? So I knew and I was like taking tests like five days after, seven days after, like (laughs) I took like a bunch of tests and then finally it came back pregnant super early and I was like, I told everybody
0: like I was pregnant. That's (laughs) wild. Oh my God. That scares me. I wonder if I'm going to be the same way or not. (gasps) Okay. Keep going.
1: Um, But anyway, fast forward. My, my pregnancy this time around was, um, I mean, I should probably say that my first one wasn't very easy either. I was sick the whole time with nausea, but I survived it. I mean, it bartended to seven and a half months with Romy, uh, (laughs) which I always reference. That's wild. I know. I always think that was like the pregnant cheerleader. Yeah, but then your
0: back, remember your back was killing you.
1: Oh, yeah. So bartending pregnant, I don't suggest. Um, Although it was good (laughs) for my mind and like it kept me on my feet. I think it kept my weight kind of down. Um, I ultimately ended up hurting my back pretty bad. And I still have um, repercussions for that. And my feet too, like the relaxing hormone that's in your body when you're pregnant. I was bartending in Chucks, by the way, in Converse, like an idiot. <laughs> so, oh my um, so my arches are like terrible now. I almost have flat feet. Did flat feet? Yeah. <gasps> I even had like, oh, my, no. my chiropractor um, tested and he's like, yeah, you're like in the danger zone now, which I did to myself. <laughs> so I don't suggest that. Um, wear supportive footwear when you're pregnant. Yes. Um, that's why your foot grows, because your arch actually goes down because of the relaxant in your system. Meaning
0: what? Like your body's like, hey, just sit on the couch and grow a baby, like chill. No, (laughs) the relaxing (laughs) hormone is actually so your hips start to open up
1: to deliver a baby. It relaxes like your bones to open up, which is
0: crazy. Um, Isn't that mind blowing what the body can do?
1: Absolutely, it still blows my mind. Yeah,
0: yeah. so yeah, what was I saying? <laughs> so yeah, my back. Okay, all right. Fact, so yeah, so that was that was pregnancy number one, and then with number two. That's
1: it. So yeah, so this one wasn't. This one was, I would say, worse. Um, again, I think as women, I I never say it was like the worst thing ever because I always imagine somebody has it much harder than I do. But right. in retrospect, now that I'm not pregnant, like I was really sick, really bad. I was projectile vomiting, like like running to the toilet and barely making it. It wasn't like
0: my entire pregnancy.
1: Yeah, and I I would get like five days off.
0: Honestly, from doing sick. Mm-hmm. I, like I I threw up I think for like the first three months, but it is like it drives you crazy.
1: Oh yeah, it's miserable. It is miserable. It, it
0: is awful i mean imagine being just hung over constantly and like seasick and like a mix of all of that and just like you can never keep anything down nothing is like satisfying you're constantly having to like suck on something just to like take it away for five minutes it's it's absolutely awful i even recorded videos of myself
1: like in like the deep, like the deep of it, like, like two minute videos, like on my phone and I'm like, I want you to remember how bad this feels next time you think you want to get pregnant. Like, I was like literally kept talking myself. Um, but yeah. And, and, you know, you even start to think like, I'm not happy being pregnant. Like, I don't even, like you start to think some pretty dark things. Like, do I even want to have a kid right now? Yeah. yeah, yeah um, It's because, all very real. Yeah. And it's like sad to think about now because you know, when you're pregnant, like you want to be happy because I, I believe that you pass on your emotions to your, to yeah. your, yeah. to your baby. Um, and it was hard because I was miserable. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and I felt like I got pregnant a little more, I told you this already, like a little more over overweight for me. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I just felt, I felt big before I even got big. And I know it's mm-hmm. more of a feeling than an actual, physical thing like people look at me and they're like no way but like I felt that way which I think right. didn't make me feel any better um and so the weight I'm, is
0: all relative right because you for you it's like I'm fat but it's someone else could look at you and be like no you're not And it's like it's not about how you see me it's how I see me and how I feel and all I, of I always yeah. go back to it's it's how I feel like I exactly. don't care at the
1: end of the day I don't feel good and so that's the problem like we can ignore yeah, all the numbers yeah. I was working too so I was working full-time remotely and I was really tired. I was trying to work. I was really sick. I was not feeling my best. I went in for my 28 week growth scan. Everything came back normal. Uh, I, I love my OB. Everything was fine. And then I came back yeah. for, I was 33 weeks. I was like just at the top of 33 weeks and Vince's family actually came into town that weekend because they wanted to spend time before the baby came and I was not feeling good. And I just chalked it up to like hormones. I was just like, I'm just being like a raging bitch for no reason, you know? Yeah. Um, I was without realizing it. I was having like dizzy spells. like I was seeing spots. But I just was like, mm-hmm. it's really bright outside. you know, of course, I'm seeing spots. I'm like, I have a baby yeah. in me, like. Um, <laughs> and my feet were so swollen, like so, so swollen. Um, which I got, yeah, so- your
0: little toes were like, it was I mean,
1: bad. You, it, was, it was bad. Yeah. It, it made for really good Instagram content, but it was bad. <laughs> like you have to make fun of yourself at that point because it's so sad. Like I couldn't put my feet in or I had cankles too. It was so bad. But like,
0: but I mean, how did you, how was it taking care of another one? I mean, when you're pregnant with your first, it's just so different, right? You can mm-hmm. take the naps, you can call off, you, you can just, you one can chill. One million percent. <laughs> yes. And then with the second one, I mean, even having those kind of issues, like where you can't just get up and walk around and chase her because your feet were that swollen. Like, what did you do?
1: I mean, I did. Right. Because that's what we do as moms. Like we just do it. And like in my mind, I'm like, I, I had all these things I wanted to do while pregnant. Like I wanted to go to Disneyland with her one time. Right. And I was like really pushing myself. Um, so the swelling probably started right after that last growth scan because I didn't even mention it to my doctor. So it's probably at 29 weeks. And I had gotten swollen with Romy at 36 weeks, which is normal at the end. Like, it's normal to get a full swollen. But this was early, and it was bad. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll stay off my feet a little bit. I was trying everything. Um, Compression socks. I even went to the chiropractor, and I got – what do you call it? Orthopedic sandals to, like, help. Yeah. And Vince Vince calls them Jesus joggers because they're, like, huge brick sandals. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But – so yeah, that Monday following Vince's family being here, his dad stayed to watch Romy, my toddler, while we went to our appointment with my next growth scan. And it was actually the first appointment um, where Vince was allowed to go with me. Up until now, it was just myself because of COVID. And so yeah. we were excited, you know. Like he, I guess the pregnancy probably didn't really feel real to him until he was able to be in the room for the ultrasound. Yeah. Senior. And you know, we forget, but it like it's so special for the dads to see. And makes it more it real is. for the dad. Exactly. Yeah. I, I admit, like I feel like I didn't realize how how much it affected him because seeing his reaction to no. the ultrasound, it was really special to go to the doctor's office with him. And so right yeah. after the ultrasound with the technician, I had to wait to see my OB after that. And so this is on a Monday. I'm 33 weeks. Um, I'm swollen. But I feel fine because I felt sick the whole time. So I'm like, I just feel like crap. This is normal. Yeah. (laughs) Which is fine. Um,
0: And then – And he was growing fine and there was no issues.
1: At 28 weeks, he was growing fine. So we go to see the doctor and he says, okay – because I mentioned – he asked, like, how are you feeling? And I mentioned, I was like, well, the swelling's happening and I'm uncomfortable. But, like, it's not anything – you know, he's like, unfortunately, that's normal during pregnancy. And he's like, he noticed in the growth scan that Luca, my son, um, I don't want to say stopped growing, but the tra- trajectory of his growth was going normal. He was like running at 50% compared to other babies, which is pretty average, mm-hmm. um, dropped down to 10%. So from his last yeah. last growth scan, he basically like stopped growing. Um, what? Which you know, you hear it and you're just like, oh my God, like what, what the fuck? What's happening? <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. Um, I'll admit that like, I don't think it really hit me. I, I stayed pretty calm, then started to get panicky, but I'm so grateful I, he was like there. It's like survival
0: mode, right? You're almost like, okay, what's happening? What What do we have to do? Being yeah.
1: pregnant and in labor, I'll get into this too, but like, it is wild what the mind does to a mother. Like you just, you just do like, there's just, yeah. You don't yeah. see like fear. There's
0: no time to no. there's no time to panic. you're like, yeah, I need to
1: get this baby out. And you're not even like so worried about the baby. I feel like you're just like in the you're so present. I don't I don't think I've ever lived my life more present than I have when I'm in labor. Yeah. Um, so he was saying that the baby stopped growing. He was noticing that my blood pressure was kind of high. And my, I was swollen. He's like, well, and you're extra swollen. So, like, let's go see what's going on. So, he sent me to the hospital, which is right next door to the practice, which is great. Um, because he wanted to get lab results. And lab results at the hospital obviously come back quicker than going to yeah. their lab. So, luckily, I had Vince with me. Luckily, Vince's dad was in town with to Romy. Like, everything. I was like, okay, whatever. Let's go to the hospital. But, I mean, it always sounds scary, right, to go to the hospital. And yeah, so, yeah. we go to labor and delivery Um, We check in, and they basically strap me in and start running tests. And all the L&D nurses are like, oh, you're fine. Like, I think in the hospital, right, like, they see the worst of the worst. So, like, mild things, they're just like, oh, you're good. You're just going to go home. It's fine, (laughs) which is good to hear. Like, I'm like, okay, well, now I'm just wasting my time here if you think I'm fine. (laughs) But right, right. um, I should also say at this point I have not had my baby shower. It was the following weekend. I had not had my, like, maternity photos. I had not even – I still haven't finished the bedroom for them because he's here. <laughs> so like I have all these things I want to get done. So the doctor on the floor, he says like, you're fine because he sees like way worse than what I had. He's like, you're fine. We're going right, to send right. you He's like, but I'm going to talk to your doctor. My doctor suggests that I get a steroid. Um, what this does is like for most women who are either carrying multiples or have preeclampsia, they get a steroid early on in case they go into early labor. Um, what this does, it's not, the steroid isn't for a mom, it's for baby. And it Mm -hmm. helps the baby go into overdrive to like develop the rest of their organs. And that's interesting. And the lungs are the last thing to develop for babies. And that usually starts happening around the time, like 34 weeks, I think towards the end. Um, so yeah, like the lungs are developing. So the steroids for Luca so that he can go into overdrive and like start making his lungs. (laughs) And so it's a two shot steroid. And you have to take it in within 24 hours. So they sent me home. They're like, you just got to come back to your doctor's office at 3 p.m. the next day um, to get the second
0: shot. And I'm like, okay, cool.
1: Everybody says I'm fine. I'm going home. Um, and we go home. <laughs>
0: and we go out did to dinner. Did you have any reaction to the to the steroid? Like, did you feel anything differently No, other night? than it, the injection hurt like hell, <laughs> aside <Yeah>. from that. <laughs> I was such a wimp okay.
1: about it. Yeah. Um, no, we went out to dinner. Like we went to Din Tai Fung. Like it was great. I was fine. And um, and so yeah. So the next morning, Vince's dad is still over. He he couldn't get a flight, so he was going to leave Monday night. And he couldn't get on a plane. Everything happens for a reason, right? And um, right. And so I wake up, and Vince is already working. His dad's already like in the living room with Romy watching TV. And I'm like taking my time because I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And I have my first what I think is a contraction at 8am. And I'm like, no way. Like, no way. So I don't even say anything. Yeah. You know, like, I just feel a pain and I don't say anything. And then I felt a second one, like 20 minutes later, when I'm eating breakfast with them. And I'm like, hey, guys, I feel like I should say this out loud. Because (laughs) (laughs) just in case anything happens, I feel like you guys should start taking inventory of what's happening to me. Um, (laughs) And I was like, I think I'm having a contraction. And Vince is like, are you serious? And I'm like, well, either that or I have to, like, poop. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm either having, like, the worst stomach pains of
0: my life. Yes. But I'm like, I can't rule out, like, it's not diarrhea yet. Like, I don't know until I go to the bathroom. Did you, did you go sit on the toilet? That happened to me. I, when I got mine, I was like, oh, I have to take a major shit right now. And I, had, I just sat on the toilet and nothing came out. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to poop. Like, this is not. Well, that did happen to me with Romy, but I guess I kind of forgot.
1: Like, your body, like, empties out before labor. They do. Yeah. yeah. And so. Naturally. Which is. But I, 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 I kind of forgot. I don't know why. It's only two years I ago, know. and I forgot. And, I know, it's like amnesia. And so I eat my breakfast, and I'm like, I'm gonna try to poop, and then I'll report back. I'll let you guys know what's going on, you know. <laughs> and I go to the bathroom, and I'm texting my sister-in-law who has three kids, and I'm like, my brother's wife, and I'm like, How was, do contractions feel like, re- like rectal to you, like in your rectum? Because like I was feeling yeah. pain, but it was kind of like in my ass,
0: like if I'm being yeah. honest. <laughs> which is so weird though because you already had one you would think that this is like your first time like your first like go ahead no but with my Um, first
1: the very first contraction from me I knew I was in labor I was like oh it's go time I'm having a contraction this time I'm like well maybe because it was early is it
0: yeah exactly I don't know
1: and again we as women I'll keep coming back to this (laughs) think that everything's fine because we can handle things like we don't say like oh we're sick we just feel and so I'm thinking like but "Ah." did you did you poop I, oh, I sure did. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I sure did. But I went to lay down because, like, Vince is like, – again, like, I have a babysitter. Vince is working, so I'm like, I'm just going to chill. And they kept coming. And they were coming sporadically. They weren't getting closer together. It was either 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, or an hour. Like, it was just, like, alternating between those times. And I'm like, okay, I have to go back to the doctor anyway for the second steroid shot today. So, like, I'm going right. to go. I'll talk to them there. Um then starts to go into full panic mode. Like he is packing like hospital bag. He is like putting the car seat in, which is good in retrospect. Cause I'm just like, I'm totally. not having this baby today. Like that's not happening. Yeah. So my mom had right. my toddler and she FaceTimed me cause Romy wanted to see me. And in the middle of that FaceTime, I had a contraction and my mom was like, oh, the pain in your face. She's like, oh, you're having that baby today. Like I can just tell.
0: Dude, moms, no. Yeah. Moms, no.
1: <laughs> and I was like, no mom, I'm not. And she was just like, no, no. Like I can see it. And I wasn't screaming or anything. I was just like, like that face of yeah, like pain. Yeah, 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 And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a shower. I'm going to pack one item. Like I don't want to go like crazy. And then I'm going to go see uh-huh. my doctor. And so it started to get bad on the way to the doctor's office. Vince does. You know, because I think, and I don't know if you were like this, like when you're in a contraction, like you feel this pain. And then when it's over, you're like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> like, oh, completely. Yeah. Like you,
0: like you forget. And you're like, huh. It's it's like when you um, have your period and you have like major contractions or not contractions, um, cramps, uh, cramps. Mm-hmm. and then it goes away and you're like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And then you do it all over again the next month. With, it's like it's crazy because it's I it's, he he's seeing
1: me. Right. So I don't see what I look like in pain. And he was just like. I started to panic on the freeway. And I don't know if you noticed, but I was like flying to get there. And I was like, well, I didn't notice, thankfully. Um, yeah. And then when we got there in the parking lot, I had my worst contraction thus far at like whatever, 245. And I literally had to grip a wall like in public and yeah. have like, like out of a movie scene, like moan a little bit, hugging a wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, We've so all I'm, been I'm, there. I'm starting to think like, okay, maybe I'm having a baby. Like, but. Whatever. So I go up and I get the steroid and I'm not seeing my doctor because it's just a shot. So I'm seeing the nurse and the nurse checks my blood pressure. And she's like, you know, the doctor wants you to keep checking your blood pressure at home because if it spikes over whatever it is, um, I'm basically getting into a danger zone for preeclampsia, which I hadn't been diagnosed with at that point. At that point, I was just having high blood pressure like it wasn't anything. Um, And so they wanted me to test at home. So, I come to the hospital when it gets to a certain point. So, she takes my blood pressure while I'm there because I was like, well, can we do it here? Because I don't have one at home right now. And I was just like, well, is this kind of high? And she's like, well, let me go see with the doctor because she wasn't sure. And she comes back and she's like, oh, yeah, you, gotta go to, you have to go to the hospital. And I'm like, oh, great.
0: So, oh, my gosh.
1: So, um, so, we go to the hospital again. And um, this time, I'm again, the L&D nurses who are amazing at Huntington Hospital in Pasadena, California amazing but again yeah. they see like the worst of the worst so they are like so chill they're like no you're good like i you're 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 probably having braxton hicks like they're like winding me down and yeah what happened you know when they strapped that um that band on your belly for the contractions mm-hmm. for whatever reason it wasn't picking up my contractions like i would look at the computer and it wasn't reading it so the nurses didn't see
0: the contractions I when was you were had. having yeah. yeah
1: and um so Vince and stopped... the strength of them yeah and Vince stopped like recording Vince stopped recording on so, his You Have to. I know. Vince I'm stop- sipping my wine as she's holding her baby. I'm sorry. I have I'm, to. I'm gonna take a drink what? too. too. <laughs> Cheers. Are you kidding? I have to have a drink every time I talk to you. God bless. Um, so, so yeah. So Vince stopped recording on his phone. He had an app like timing contractions because the nurses were like, "You don't have to worry anymore." And at this point, I've been there for hours, and they're like gonna give me a couple of shots like test my blood and they're like (laughs) they're like we're gonna send you home and I'm thinking to myself like please don't send me home like (laughs) and they weren't getting closer together they were just like all over the place so they're like you're probably just in early labor anyway so we would have to send you home even if you were in labor is what they were saying um
0: oh my god that's like a nightmare
1: and I don't live close to the hospital right so I'm just like yeah I'm thank god Vince advocated for me because he's like you're in real pain because i'm just like okay (laughs) you know yeah um and then i had one more contraction while they're like trying to figure out my discharge and i was like moaning like full like out of a movie again contraction and Uh the nurse on the floor comes in the room and she's like she's like why are you moaning (laughs) literally like that she's like hell no I, I will say that was probably the only awkward moment I had with the medical staff there. Because I was just like, what do you mean? Like, why am I moaning? Um, and I said right back to her, I was like, I'm have. having a contraction. Like, I was so angry at that point because I was in pain. Yeah. And I think she was just trying to be funny. But, like, it was not being receptive
0: at that oh, moment. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And she was just like, okay. She's like, well, let's let's check your cervix, right? Nobody has checked my cervix. And they hadn't
0: checked since? No, t- nobody. Oh, no. my gosh. Yeah.
1: So she, you know, gets up in there and she's like, oh, she's like, you're four centimeters. Like, oh,
0: you're staying. (laughs) Like, you're going to have this baby today.
1: And I'm like, well, thank you. Like, it just validated all. Like, I wish. And at this
0: point, you're 33 weeks, right? Yeah.
1: And I guess, like, what I want to say, like, I really wish, and I need to be better about this about myself, because I always downplay, like, anything I have. And I think we as moms do that um,
0: because we think. Because we we, we try to play tough guy, you know? We have to be the strong one. We have, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, I think back on all the signs and they're, like, were you dizzy? Were you seeing spots? Like, was your vision blurry? Like, all these things that I'm, like, yeah, but it could have been my glasses. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but it could have been, you You know, all the signs. um, When I knew deep down, I was not feeling good. Like, I was acting, like, like a bitch that weekend because I felt so bad. (laughs) Like, my body, I broke down in front of his sister one of the days because, or in front of the family. And they all kind of, like, ignored me because they didn't want to make me uncomfortable. But I was, like crying in front of them um so yeah so I guess I like, want to say like
0: we have to speak up more because like, it's listen, so just yeah and like and listen to your body like really listen to it
1: and like no like there's no level of like mind's worse than you like I think that's the problem we don't think because it's that bad we have to say anything mm-hmm. but um so so yeah so from there this is like the funniest part to me the nurse takes like a shot and like jabs into my arm like out of an action movie like like super fast and swift and like this is going to stop your contractions this is going to trick your brain for about an hour that you're not in labor and I'm like hell yeah like let's do this and then like three nurses run in and they're like um miss Mercado do you honey do you want me to order an epidural for you I'm like yes 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 that um and they moved me into the next room and this hospital is like gorgeous um and the room was I, anyway I couldn't believe I was in labor I didn't even pack the hospital bag like I packed like one thing I'm like I'm not having this baby today so
0: did you call your mom did you call like did you guys oh yeah did you have Vince start like telling everybody oh I should probably mention like how he's doing when, that's when Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> was crying. I feel like we're I think he was crying. (laughs) Like, there's pictures of it. He's, like, red in the face crying when I was, like, laying there.
1: (laughs) I I wasn't even, like, in the other room yet. I was still, like, in triage. He was just, like, bawling his eyes out. He's like, we're
0: having a baby. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I think about summer, I think about glowy skin, being at the beach or by some sort of body of water, maybe not in a bikini, but you know, showing my body off. For me, having glowing skin means having healthy skin. I think this is a perfect time to sort of get outdoors and get back in touch with nature. You know, during this time, I feel like being outside and grounding yourself is so important. Uh, But putting, you know, what we put on our skin is also incredibly important. Osea skincare products help nourish, soften, and smooth your skin from head to toe. Look, I am not big on like skincare products, not because I don't want to be, because I really don't know enough about it. This stuff is so incredible, and when I say that, I'm not just bsing you. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you guys and just tell you what you want to hear. I'm not kidding. I put this on my skin. I instantly am either glowing, (laughs) smelling good, or just feeling good. It's a game changer. Experience radiant summer skin with Osea Undaria Algae Body Oil. Skin is super soft and glowing with Undaria's Algae, Acai Pulp, and Babosu Seed Oil. The result is liquid gold, a rich, luxurious, and it's not greasy body oil fragrant with sunny citrus and top notes of sweet passion fruit. Honestly, it sits right on my countertop because not only is the packaging absolutely gorgeous and stunning and chic, it is so delicious on the skin. Osea create skin and body care products powered by the sea so they're made clean they're safe for skincare products since 1996 they're vegan and cruelty free which is huge they're award-winning hyaluronic sea serum hydrates and smooths fine lines with a combination of hyaluronic acid and three nutrient-rich seaweeds and as we know hyaluronic acid is so necessary for our skin and we all need it. So their best-selling seaweed-infused um, ocean cleanser gently exfoliates while removing surface impurities, leaving skin soft and refreshed. Look, I was like a Neutrogena kind of girl. I That's all I would wear because, or, you know, use to take off my makeup because that's all I really knew. And then I started using this one. I'm telling you, it's so delicious on my skin. It felt like butter on my skin. I'm like, how is this taking off my makeup? And it did. And it just, oh, I felt like I was... A little a little child with like baby butt soft skin it is so good you guys so uh it's responsibly sourced plant derived ingredients good for your skin and good for the planet it's female founded and family operated by a mother and a daughter team i mean this is so beautiful and inspiring i have to say Reveal your summer glow with skincare from Osea and get 10% off all your products on your first order with promo code HUMBLE at OseaMalibu.com. So you can get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $50. Get 10% off with your code HUMBLE at OseaMalibu. That's O S E A M A L I B U.com. Did they prep you like, OK, look, obviously he's going to be a preemie like this. Oh, is yeah, 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 be... yeah, 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 That's where my brain would immediately go is, OK, well, is the baby going to be OK? Like, no, yeah,
1: no, this is good. So when we were in um, the day before, when we had saw my OB and he was going over what was happening, Vince did ask these questions. And this is why I'm grateful he was there, because I think like we are so in the moment, like we're not thinking about mm-hmm. all this. And he's like, what does that mean for baby? Like, at this point, if he's born today, like, what does that mean? And that's when I was, you know, he explained that the lungs are the last to develop and basically everything but that is what we have to worry about. Um, and so in, after I got my epidural, the, the NICU, the neonatal doctor, came. one of the doctors came to, to brief me uh, and Vince and kind of let us know, like, the lowdown, like, what's going to go on because um, he's premature. Mm-hmm. And so what he said Um, he said basically the same thing that my OB had said about the lungs and about, but he did say that it's a hundred percent survival rate at this point in your pregnancy, which obviously is amazing news to hear, but like, I, I feel like nothing's a hundred percent in this world Mm -hmm. and I'm not like a super panicky person, but I just, I I don't, I don't believe that. Like I always believe something could happen.
0: Right, right, right. Um, you were skeptical. You're like, is it though? Yeah.
1: Well, it's scary because it's like I was not planning on having this baby anytime soon. Like, I still thought I had, you know, two months of life to like do things. And well, and
0: then, gl- and then throw in a global pandemic and that his lungs aren't going to be fully, you know, yeah, like it's, matured. It's like, oh, that's scary.
1: Yeah. And Vince and I were both kind of feeling the same. We're like, okay. Like, although it was comforting, it was also, we uh, obviously, we're, we've never experienced this before. So for us, right. comforting or not, it's scary. And, yeah. Um, I don't know what to expect. And he, so he did say that. And my only question before he left the room was, you know, will I be able to hold my baby when he's born? Mm. Um, and he's like, that depends on him and how his lungs are doing. So he will go to the, the lung specialist and the NICU nurse right away. And if he's breathing on his own, you'll be able to take a picture and then he's going to be taken to the NICU. (sighs) So that was my question. I'm like, what happens to the baby after I deliver? Um... Which is like really intense to think about now. But, but and again, in the moment, like in the moment, you just, you just, it's a like survival mode. That's it. Mm-hmm. You just. Yeah. So then, so at that point at midnight, they call my doctor. My doctor's like, break her water and then we'll see if she, she goes, uh, you know, like she gets to nine centimeters and or 10, and then he'll, like he was going to be on his way. So they were telling yeah. the doctor there. And so the doctor comes in with a nurse. Um, this is now at like somewhere between midnight and two. And they check me, and they're both, like, talking to each other, the nurse and the doctor. And they're like, no, 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 no. we can't break her water. And I was just like, okay, like, why? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, um... <laughs> Hello, I'm here. <laughs> Which is so weird, because everyone's, like, up inside you and, totally. like, talking. A... <laughs> like,
0: and they're like, well... You're not even so... a human at this point. You're just, like, an object that no. they're just trying to figure out. Yeah.
1: No, it was... There was, like, a awkward moment where, like, the the anesthesiologist came back to check on me and I was getting a, the catheter in and like, I was like spread eagle. I'm like, this is just so like, but you yeah. know, like they, they were, they were really good and respectful, but you know, you have to have some humility else. It's like miserable, you know, you oh, try to know. be okay with it. Yeah. I know. Which, which I have plenty of like I'm a, no so <laughs> many hands
0: up in there. I know you're like, it's yeah. all right. I'm just a piece of meat at this point.
1: <laughs> and, um, so yeah, so, so they're talking to each other and the nurse says, well, we can't break your water because he's so little. It'll be like a water slide for him to, to like fall out. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're like, like what honey, I fuck? am little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tight and tiny. <laughs> oh my and God. So, so they call my doctor. My doctor comes and they break the water and I kid you not, my mom recorded it. She wasn't supposed to, but my, that's my mom and I'm grateful, but he came out in one push, like one push. Stop. like stop yeah like i i couldn't even tell you like it was
0: like, I did you myself, feel it or no like was it more of wait did you have the epidural i did have the epidural
1: um i never fully got the the urge to push like i did the first time around but they they kind of prepped me they're like okay it's time to push because they could see what was going on obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. You, and i pushed i even forgot how to push. I swear. Like you take all the classes with your first kid and you learn all the techniques you're supposed to do all out the window, forgot everything, forgot that you have to take like a cleansing breath first, like no (laughs) idea what was going on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you sneezed and then he was out. Basically. And which is so amazing. He cried instantly.
1: Um, which my first didn't. so like I I went into full tears because I was like, oh my baby. Yeah. yeah. And he was crying, um, which is a good sign. and then they right. went to take him off to the side and I couldn't, it's like a blur. I just I have that video I posted on my Instagram uh, of the nurse bringing the baby over to me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he's breathing on his own. Like he's, he's strong. He's just bundled up in a lot of blankets because he's really little. So he looks bigger than he is in that video.
0: Right. Um, but he, so he was born three pounds, five ounces, three pounds, eight ounces, Okay. which is
1: about three and a half pounds. If you, after tra- the, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Cause we lose math. a few, um, a few ounces. Yeah.
1: Um, and so, so yeah, so he was born my mom was there. Everyone's happy you know, Vince is emotional. I'm kind of, I just feel like as moms, like we're just like going through it. Like I, I, so, so they had to monitor me two hours after labor. And, um, I swear those hours feel like they were 10 minutes. Cause I think back, I'm like, what did I do for two hours? But, um,
0: and they took him immediately to the NICU. Yeah.
1: He was already out of the room. So like, it was just me and my mom and Vince, my mom ended up going home, which is Vince and I, all the nurses are still doing their cleanup job, you know, taking the placenta,
0: all the good bloody stuff see Man. they cut me out so i d- i didn't have to do any of that oh my oh gosh. yeah and then
1: they like they massage your your stomach to make sure all like the blood gets out and like oh my it, gosh it just feels like a really heavy period like gushing out sorry everyone listening <laughs> <laughs>
0: For those of you that are pregnant, uh, so sorry. Yeah.
1: No, it's but like this is the, reality, the time of your but... life, though. I like feel so grateful to experience the things I've experienced. So anyway, um, so they took him. And then at 4 o'clock, after two hours of monitoring, the my nurse, shout out to Haley in, the, in, I, or in labor and delivery. Um, she was like, I hate to tell you this, but we're going to have to move you to the high-risk unit because your blood pressure is like really high. Ugh. Um, and I was like so swollen after labor, which happens, but I was like a balloon, even and, more. Some, yeah, and which the good thing about that is I was able to keep my nurses because it's part of their unit, which I loved my my nurses so much, and I think that really does make the experience in the hospital is like oh my gosh, so are. much
0: better. I remember I remember every night um, I loved my night nurses and the day the day ones were great, too. It's just there was like a different like hospitality at night. I don't know if it's because they just slept all day. So they were like had more energy. But Mm -hmm. um, I I loved like my nighttime because I was like, oh, I get what's her name and whoever, you know. Yeah. No, it makes the whole experience. You feel really connected
1: to them. Yeah, you
0: do. You do. Um, and they know the baby and they they give you updates on the baby and they just, yeah. like, they know like what you like and what you don't like. And yeah, it may, it's, you know,
1: I would really like to hear your story too, because I obviously haven't had a cesarean. So I don't know, like, is the baby mine, in the room with you right mine away? Take,
0: mine will take all two seconds. Yeah, I, I, I went into labor a week early. I was working mm-hmm. up until like 10 o'clock that night, and then at midnight I started having contractions. By two o'clock, I was like, "Riley, get your shit. We gotta go." <laughs> like, and he he took a shower. We grabbed our bags. We went, and it, my original doctor, who's supposed to cut me open, we had talked about everything, wasn't available. So I had another doctor, like random, who was like, "Okay, let's do it." And I was like, "Well, you just make sure to cut a like a nice, pretty, straight line." <laughs> I was so worried about like the cut. I would be Um, too. Yeah. And then sure enough right now, like it looks like, you know, like the emoji with like the slanted mouth. That's like what my C-section scar looks like. (laughs) Like, It's like, eh. Um, but it was honestly, it went so smoothly. I mean, I was, I I started bleeding a little bit more than normal. Um, I have like a lot of small, um, like uh, no, like, like little like cells I guess they're okay. called like little blood cells or whatever. I had I have a lot of like micro ones, so I bled way more. But mm-hmm. so I was in, I think I was in surgery I think for a little bit longer, like an hour or two longer, but it was all fine and baby was healthy. So mine was thank God a very very easy delivery.
1: When you have a C section, does baby go into your recovery room right away, or does baby take yes. somewhere else? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's and my cause, question.
0: Yeah, cause she was. I think she was. Um, she was like five pounds. She was like five pounds something, and I would. I don't remember. I'm the worst at that. But uh, she was. Yeah, she was fine. She went on and did, um, you know, skin on skin with Riley. I was super out of it. So like, I remember that moment, but like, not really. I was on so many drugs
1: all my friends who talk about that they say that that's that's the downfall of c-section is because you're kind of
0: hazy when you meet your baby yeah yeah and I feel like I didn't I hate to say this but I didn't really connect with her Mm -hmm. until afterwards yeah because I was like it was like I was like so delirious and I was like what is going on and I don't know like I I didn't even have the energy so like I would hand her back because I was like I just like I can't handle this right now. Like I need to sleep. Oh yeah. It was weird. And I felt I feel bad now looking back like, oh damn, like I didn't get to like really love on her as much as I probably wanted to or should have. But, but, but I think whatever. also like
1: as first-time moms, I, I it's like the un, what people don't talk about, like you don't always connect right away. And I think yeah. You know, the movies and everything. I mean, for some people they do, but I I think
0: Someone just posted a a poll on Instagram and it was like, did you feel connected to your baby like right away? And it was like 48% said no. So I I felt like, okay, I'm not the only one. No, I made a note. It took me a second.
1: (laughs) I have a note in my phone for each kid and I make mental notes like at week 10, they started doing this at week 11. So I have these memories in my phone. Cause I have a terrible memory <laughs> Yeah. for Romy. I wrote like, I think it's at 11 or 13 weeks. I was like, today's the day I fell in love with her. Like, which is oh like, God, kind yes, of, exactly. which is yes. kind of fucked up to say out loud, but it's the truth. Like, of but course I love okay my baby to say that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like I loved her. I did, but it wasn't that love that everyone talked about. And then one morning, it was like a light switch. I'm like, Oh my God. Like I am obsessed with my child. Yes. Yes.
0: And it's funny you say that because I was almost waiting for that moment of like, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone always says like that unconditional love. And I was like, what Mm -hmm. does that, what does that mean? And then I felt it. And then I was like, Oh my God, it's so beautiful.
1: (laughs) It is. I know. And it's like, like I really would do anything anything for you. Oh Yeah. yeah. And it's, and I will say it's different. Uh, baby number two, because you know what to expect a little bit. Okay. Um, I I'm looking I forward have, to that. But I have like this. Well, like I'll finish what happened after. So I went to the yes. um, the high risk unit, and they put me on a magnesium drip for 24 hours right away. Which oh, so at that point I was diagnosed with preeclampsia. I wasn't a candidate for this, and this is why my my doctor at my follow up was like, we didn't even know to monitor you because you hit none of the like prerequisites for that. Like it usually happens to first time moms. Moms of multiples, moms with gestational diabetes, um, moms who have high blood pressure, um, and moms Jeez. that are over 35. And I hit none of those things. And so um, it was weird that it happened. Um, so I was like the anomaly. And he's just like, I don't have cases like this very often. Also, I would have been monitored sooner.
0: And Although Jackie had it too. Remember? My sister had it. She had post, well, post-clampsia. It happened to her oh. after she went She Labor. went home. Yeah, after labor, she went home, she was fine. All of a sudden, she was so swollen and she was like walking up the stairs and couldn't breathe. And it was because the water was already getting into her lungs.
1: Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. No idea. And
0: then, and that's when she started getting the stretch marks because that's when she like blew up like a balloon. So she was pissed. She was like, I didn't get one stretch (laughs) mark up until the day after I had my baby.
1: Did that happen with the first or the second?
0: It happened with the first and then she started noticing it with the second and she was like I know my body I'm so she went to the hospital and she was like I know it's about to happen and then they gave her whatever it was to basically pee it all out and and mm-hmm. and you know get rid of all the the, the extra water yeah, so
1: what's crazy is I got diagnosed after Luca was born but because I was 33 weeks my body is technically still believes it's pregnant so it's still considered pre because got it Technically, my body thinks it's pregnant. That's how he explained it to me. Okay. Um, So, what they do for women that that happens to, they give you a magnesium drip, um, which is gnarly. Like, I'm over here thinking, like, oh, magnesium is like that vitamin I take, you know? Like, no big (laughs) deal. (laughs) No, that shit is crazy. Like, I didn't realize, like, you're just like a zombie version of yourself. Like, it's like you're trying to be present, but like your mind's not really there and you're exhausted and like they're asking you to pump and like you're just like, You're heavily drugged, like, to the point where I didn't even go meet Luca for, like, the first 24 hours because I was, I didn't care.
0: Like, do you feel like you're, like, on a volume? Like, do you feel like you're on that kind of? No, like, you don't have a high, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is really good. That is a nice part about after babies. (laughs) For the next two weeks, you're, like, you're chilling.
1: (laughs) So, um, no, it just feels difficult. Like, you're just in a haze, and it's, like, really, Mm. like, an unwanted haze because, like, you can't function. It's not, it's not nice. And it's like a heavy, heavy feeling. I don't know how to explain it. Like a heavy haze. And it's just like, you feel icky. And.
0: Oh no. Did you have a catheter in?
1: At that point? No. So I had nurses would walk me back and forth in the bathroom and back into the
0: bathroom. Okay.
1: It was just a hot mess. But it must've been often
0: because it was like a lot of fluids. Yeah.
1: And when you're on the drip, they have to measure your pee, which is like another, like. What a hassle. Yeah, and like your peas like splash. It's just not cute. It's just a hot mess.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then yeah. I'm sure like other things are coming out as your. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, even C sections too. Like your oh, body yeah, you has. Still to, have, mm-hmm. Yeah, like your body still has to like go back to normal. So just because you got cut doesn't mean that things aren't coming out of your body. So you, you know bleed. people don't really know that.
1: Like I, that's good that you brought that up for anyone listening because um, I told our our mutual friend Brene who's having a C section on Friday. Um, she. She was wondering if she needed any aftercare, like vaginal aftercare. I'm like from what I understand, you still have to like release all that
0: Yeah, in and... yeah, She'll bleed for sure. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It happens. Not, and your your body still contracts. I mean everything is pretty much the same minus, you know, the stitching of the Yeah down
1: there.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't tear. Um Thank you, little Luke. Um, oh. <laughs> I didn't tear with either of my kids, so I just think my vagina was. Dang, girl. Serious, you you're know? meant for this.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but yes, yeah, so that's my birth story. Oh my God, Can I
0: tell you something really fast? Mm-hmm. I was getting a facial, and my the the girl that was doing it said that her son married his wife, and before they met, she was a surrogate for eight babies. That is insane like okay, she so we're going like, to have
1: another episode about I this know. conversation <laughs> because I I am like I try really hard not to judge things but I'm human and obviously there's like a little judging involved with being a human but I am fascinated would be the better word because pregnancy for me is miserable it's miserable
0: and, I, and apparently for her it was like the like she was like what greater gift than being able to give someone a baby I mean it, the whole thing is wild and then she had another four so she had 11 pregnancies total and her last one they had twins (gasps) and like she's cleared by an ob obviously that her body can do this that is imagine that's that is 11 years of being pregnant and like the post and all of that okay so like again this is might be a little judgy and whatever it's the first thing that
1: comes to mind is like her mental state right because like that's not what's considered. Yeah, but
0: maybe she maybe she does better when she's pregnant.
1: No, totally. I, I just <laughs> I would like to talk to somebody yeah, and get totally. my own vibe. I'm like, yes. I need to know who you are and
0: talk to them. Oh, you, about oh this. you mean like their mental state of like, are you even like how are you sane? Like, are you okay? That's crazy. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like are
1: we on the same wavelength? Like, I um... mean,
0: you do talk to those women that are like, I love being pregnant. Oh, and yeah. on top of that, obviously there's the financial gains, but then it's like the okay, here's, here's your little human. And I was like, does she do it for like two families that had multiples? Like you're giving them like three siblings. I mean, I had yeah. so many questions for her as she was like massaging my face. And I'm like, I want to know more. <laughs>
1: you should actually bring her on your show because I have questions for her too.
0: I, know. <laughs> no, so I feel like, and if anyone's listening and you are a surrogate, I would love, love, love to have you on. I, by the way, it is the most beautiful thing that you could possibly do, but there are so many questions behind that. That's like, What makes you want to do that?
1: And as somebody who struggles with postpartum depression and anxiety, like for me, that's the first place my mind goes. Because even wanting another child, like that's the first thing I think of. I don't think about pregnancy. I don't think about the labor. I think of, for me, the hardest part is the post. And so I'm curious because her hormone levels have to go all over the place. Like how does she recuperate, you know?
0: I've never cried more than after having my baby. Like not even – like a week. No, it was like that next day. I was just in full-on shambles like crying for anything. I mean, the lady would bring me water and be like thank you so much. Like I really needed water. Like it was just my hormones were so no, outrageous. and it's intense. And that's another thing people don't talk about. Like the
1: hormone releases and the surges are so intense they are like, but, yet, but yet the love
0: was intense. Like looking at Riley and not even for Piper, unfortunately, like at that moment, mm-hmm. but like for Riley, I looked at him and I was like, I love you so much. Mm-hmm. And I think I hadn't, I hadn't had that moment. Cause you know, we weren't married and like, we didn't do things traditionally. And this was, well, like I can relate dumpsing. on that level big time. Yeah. Yeah. With, like, like my and, heart. So yes, yeah, so it's like, I can't even imagine like having, having done it right. <laughs> And then being like, wow, like we had a baby and we wanted to have this baby. Like, I'm sure that's amazing too. But like, even for me who we did things just backwards, I was so just, uh, I, I say that, that the that the moment was like euphoric. It was no, euphoric for me. I
1: think, and uh, it's a great point you bring up too, like that connection with your partner. Sorry, oh. I have to send a text real quick. Oh <laughs> no, you're fine. Mommy. Um, no, that connection with your partner, like you are in the most vulnerable physical and yes. emotional place you've ever been yes. in your entire life. And if your partner doesn't show up for you, it's like that connection, that that ability to just like give yourself to this, this person's in charge of you. Like you are... You are lost without them
0: physically and emotionally. And I. And then, and then you're, you know, you're normally like laid up in bed. So they're like changing the diapers for the mm-hmm. first time. And they're the, the nurses are teaching them to swaddle. I mean, the entire process is so beautiful. And you're like, you're watching this man, right? Look at their baby because they haven't been carrying a child. They, they, they don't know what you just went through for the past nine months or for you 33 weeks. But like they don't know until that moment that it that it hits them hard mm-hmm. right and like you're watching them like be so gentle and fragile with this little human and it's just the most beautiful thing like and I, shit no and maybe i will be a surrogate <laughs>
1: <laughs> just for no, that but, moment well I, I will say like the second time around again that's uh, like like you're bringing up like that was probably the <laughs> the peak of our relationship again like we hit that point yes, again that, yes. that love and I don't think you should have babies just for that, but oh God, no. it is a really, really nice, special, and you know, something we probably needed after like a really shitty year, um, just that connection with each other. And yeah. well, you know, we didn't even talk about, um, cause I feel like my my birth story is twofold. There is labor, which we talked about, and then there's the NICU, which we haven't talked I know. about. Um, and the connection Vince and I had just to go through that together is really special.
0: Just like many of you, I avoided going to the doctor during the pandemic. I skipped my physicals and my dental cleanings and I didn't see the eye doctor. But now that everything is opening up, it's time to catch up on our regular healthcare. So with ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, which let me tell you, that's a game changer with ZocDoc. You can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. I love this. Just download the free ZocDoc app. It's the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. Whether you need a primary care physician, a dentist, or dermatologist, a psychiatrist, eye doctor, or any other specialist, DocTot has you covered. So go to ZocDoc.com dot com slash humble and download the zoc doc app to sign up for free every month millions of people use zoc ZocDoc, zoc doc say that ten times and i'm one of them it's my go to whenever i need to see a doctor so l- listen I, I am not great at this stuff especially having a kid <laughs> where you're like okay I need to book her dentist I need to book her this appointment and now with like her you know the little bumps on her legs I'm like I gotta find a dermatologist this is the place to do it and it's easy and it's simple and it's very 2021 okay go to ZocDoc now and prioritize your health go to ZocDoc.com humble and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash humble. How long was he in the NICU for? So he was in the NICU for um,
1: four and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. So a couple days after one month. And... Um, Which, you know, feels like an eternity when you're living it. Like saying it doesn't sound that long. um, Because when you're in there, you meet other moms who have their babies in there for three months, five months.
0: um, Right. Everyone's story is just so different.
1: So different. And I feel truly, truly blessed to talk about it. Because I know. So, like, I posted about it. And it's crazy how many moms out of the woodwork that I know personally came and – or DMed me. And they're like, my baby was in the NICU for five days. My baby was in the NICU for nine days. Like, There's like, I think – I think there's like a sense of um, shame that women feel when their baby is in the NICU. I don't know why Um, I didn't feel that because
0: it's almost like it's almost like you did something wrong and then your baby ended up there, which is absolutely absurd to think. But
1: yeah. yeah. And I guess I didn't feel I don't know why I didn't. I didn't feel that Uh, I didn't feel shame. I guess I felt honestly, I was running on adrenaline In retrospect. I'm like, I don't think I ever let myself. There was two moments where I broke down. Um, but I really didn't, I didn't, I handled myself really well, but I don't think I had time to stop. I had a toddler in between. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't live near the hospital, so it's a lot of back and forth and driving. Um, and I was pumping every two to three hours to make sure I could bring him something. Um, so like my life is just like, Oh, you
0: did start pumping.
1: Um, yeah. So like I, I had no intentions of breastfeeding the second time around. I had a miserable experience with my first, um, mm-hmm. Shout out to all the moms out there because fed is best. Whatever you got to do to feed your kid. Is Amen, beautiful. sister.
0: I know it's like, you know, breastfeeding awareness month and all that. But guess what? As long as your baby is, yes, is getting fed. It's all beautiful. Like I. That's all that yeah, matters. So I don't admire, feel Don't feel shame in not being able to or not wanting to. It's OK.
1: Yeah. No, I admire women who do the breastfeeding journey because I got a glimpse of it. And so, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, but I but I also think. All women need to be reassured constantly because we put way too much, way too much blame on ourselves. Yes. Um, but because my son was in the NICU, I felt like that's the least I could do for him. Mm. Like I can't be there with my baby. I can't hold my baby. He's in, the, he's in an incubator. Like, well, let me give
0: him uh-huh. yeah. anything.
1: And so, um, that was like a real mind fuck for me because I had no plans of doing that. And you know, every time I would leave the hospital, the nurses were like, "Get your rest while he's here," and I'm like, "Well, I can't because I'm pumping every two hours." And I wish, right. I wish I would have at least the last week. I wish I would have like because I knew I wasn't going to continue, so I wish I would have rested because I never really let myself rest. Mm. Um, but whatever, you know, we're moms. We we do we do
0: some crazy yeah. things. And so so yeah. So, so you he guys was in- did, Would you guys take turns every day, or would you go every single day? There was
1: one day or two days. There was two days I didn't go and I have so much guilt even saying it now. Still? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but I knew I had to stay back to get things done. Like I, again, this happened so early, like I hadn't had his room ready. I hadn't opened boxes. There was so much I needed to get done that I just, I I had to, there was a couple days where I'm like, I have to stay back. And, um, but I, again, like it would kill me by the next day I was falling apart again. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I can't do that again. Um, so I, I, I noticed within myself, like, I would get depressed if too many hours went by where I hadn't gone yet. Right. Um, but because of COVID... Is there COVID, any way of,
0: like, finding out how he's doing? Is there, like, a way of... Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no. Um, So he gets a nurse every 12 hours um, that's, like, designated to him and maybe one or two other babies, like, three max. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's getting, like, such great attention. The NICU experience is honestly beautiful, and I feel like... Of course, there are the dark stories that happen in there, but more beautiful than the dark. Um, the nurses in there are truly angels. Like, they yeah, are just yeah. caring for these babies. Um, the, I have a girlfriend
0: the, that works in the NICU, and she is just, like, God sent. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the energy in there. Every nurse I met, like, they are just making sure mom's okay. They made sure not to put any guilt or shame or pressure. Like, if I didn't want to breastfeed, like, the pressure I put on myself, absolutely. They were really right. good. Um because they know a lot of these moms are separated from their child. So breastfeeding, there's the stress hormone. And there's a lot of things that, you know, block your ability to produce if you're already having trouble. So I never felt – I felt they, I felt like they were catering to me every time I was there. And um, what you can do when you're not there is you call and you, you ask for your, your, your nurse. And you give them the PIN number of your baby. And you can ask – you can call as many times as you want. Um, oh,
0: good. Okay. Because I feel like yeah. – that would I mean gosh Piper's in in a preschool and I'm constantly refreshing the app just to see how she's doing I can't imagine my my newborn in the NICU like I feel like I would just constantly want to know what they're doing
1: yeah I'm not or how they're phone.
0: doing not what they're doing
1: um I am not a big phone person like I don't I don't call a lot of people I think that's a millennial thing um unless I have to yeah so like for me like Vince would call a lot but for me I'm just like eh, like I'd rather go in and just see him like I'd rather just right. see him um So what we did because of COVID, which is actually only one of us could be bedside at a time. Mm -hmm. Um, So Vince and I didn't even get to be with Luca at the same same time. time. (gasps) There was once in the beginning and then not till the end, which is wild to think about. Because when we were taking him home, we're like, oh, my God, this is the first time we're like a family right now. Oh, Um, my gosh. Yeah. And so but what they were saying before that, when COVID was really bad, they were only allowing one parent the entire stay. So like not even alternating and I can't even right. imagine what parents because like obviously it's more likely going to be the mom that goes. Right, you know? exactly. And I'm, what it, I feel very grateful that we were at least both able to. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, not at the same time. Um, which, you know, parents of twins were lucky cuz they actually both got to go in at the same time cuz one would be with one kid and oh, one would be with right, the other right right which um, there's a lot of a lot of twins end up in the NICU cuz they, right, they, they they're so come little
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so yeah so i we went every day and because it was far we would you know rely on family to watch Romy or on each other we would go one in the morning one at night um, and we just did it. You know, there was just, we didn't talk about it a lot because it would get stressful. If we did. We mm-hmm. just, we just did it, you know? Um, and then
0: what were the sort of prerequisites to get out? What did he have to be a certain weight? Did his lungs have to be at a certain capacity? Mm-hmm. Like what, what was the, what were the prerequisites for that?
1: Um, so for him specifically, everybody has like kind of their own yeah. thing, but um, that's a good question because you ask everybody like, when do you think he's going home or is there yeah. like, an estimated date? And they can't, can't ever really give you one because it's up to baby yeah um, but basically for for Luca specifically he had to um, he could technically leave at four pounds um,
0: but it oh always seems so like small, <laughs> small. oh my gosh. Yeah. I can lose four uh. pounds by just not drinking water, like, in a
1: day. <laughs> like, Same. I could go pee and then drop four pounds. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: what the heck? I could eat a burger and I can gain four pounds. Like, I know. I wish I could <sighs> tell you guys,
1: like, how small he was. Like, the first time I did skin to skin out of the incubator, like, I was scared to touch him. He felt like a frog because he was so, like, skinny on his legs yeah. and a like, big old head. He oh. was, I have legit seen, like, burritos bigger than him. Like... <laughs> I'm not kidding, um, oh which is my, so... I'm, I'm
0: glad we can laugh about it now because he's obviously healthy and in your arms, but oh my god! Yeah, gosh. he's making me sweat like crazy right now. Um, <laughs> no, and so he needed what to be able to... What a story.
1: Um, he needed to be able to breathe on his own for at least 48 hours, and he needed to um, be able to eat on his own for at least 48 hours, and then he would have to do a car seat check for an hour in the car seat to make sure he breathes okay in the car seat to go home because he's still there. Oh, interesting. Um, So yeah. So we were kind of this waiting game and everybody thought like, you know, it's going to be maybe a week because he was breathing on his own already. He was just small. So, right. which I'm so grateful, like nothing was wrong. So to speak, he was just little and he just needed to grow, but he would go, like, he would get his feeding tube out of his nose, which is, like, hard to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, that part was hard, because, like, when you're holding your baby and there's all these wires attached to your baby, it is a little, like, overwhelming. Right. Yeah. Uh, because, like, the nurses are great. They want you to be comfortable with the baby. And especially if you're a first-time mom, which I wasn't. But, like, they want you to change the baby and, like, changing mm. his diaper with all these monitors on him. I was like, you're like I don't, don't want like, to, like, mess up rip anything. One off. Yeah. I don't want to rip one off. And I also, like, haven't had a son before. I'm like, there's a little penis. Like, what do I do? Like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I just, I am a lighthearted person. So I'm able to laugh about a lot of those things with the yeah. nurses. Um I think that for me specifically, that was the most jarring thing was like the, the wires like seeing him like that. Um, but like some of the stories in the rooms next to me were so intense that like, I had an overwhelming sense of gratitude throughout his day. Um, so like, I didn't feel like depressed or anxious yet. Like my postpartum, like did not hit
0: yet until (laughs) afterwards.
1: Yeah. I think I was in overdrive and I had like two moments where I broke down because like, I felt this feeling like if I wasn't at his bedside crying, I'm like not a good mom. But if I'm not mm-hmm. like up and functioning with Romy, I'm not a good mom. I feel like I'm damned if I do damned if I don't like right. wherever I am. That, and
0: Oh, that, that is real right there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like, I have another kid. And so like, I felt I would like, I would have these random breakdowns where I'm like, I feel like I feel okay. But does that make me a, like a bad mom? Because I'm not crying. Like, I feel right. fine. Like, I can get up and, like, do some things. I'm, like, I'm not, like, worried about him right now. Like, does that make me a bad mom? Like, right. So that was kind of wild for me because other moms that I spoke to who have had kids in the NICU were, like, you had to peel me off the floor to get me out of there. And mm-hmm. I'm, like, I walked out and, like,
0: later. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <That was fine>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: um, so I feel. But, um, again,
0: it goes to show that in the end whether it's whether it's your baby's in the NICU or you don't want to breastfeed or you can't breastfeed or you do breastfeed until they're older, it everyone has a different journey and it's all okay. Mm -hmm. And you're not alone. There are so many other moms that are probably like you thinking, am I a bad mom for not doing this or am I, you know, a bad mom for not doing that? And I just feel like this conversation, if anything, what I hope it brings is is that reassurance that it's okay, whatever your journey is.
1: Even when you when you texted me about coming on coming on the podcast, I my first reaction was like, I don't think my story is interesting. You know, I mm-hmm. again because I downplay my experiences because I know somebody else is going through something
0: right tenfold, and so. But I feel I, like every experience is interesting because you just don't know who else is out there going through it. That's like, am I the only one going through it? And it's like, no, there are so many moms. No, and po-. yeah.
1: And I'm glad you forced me because you're right. Because every time I say anything on Instagram, anything about motherhood, like, kid you not, ten people hit me up and they're like, "Thank you," because I was feeling this way. Thank you yeah. because my friend's feeling this way, or like, it's reassurance I need too because it's hard to be vulnerable. Because like, it you is. Know, and people by the way, it's
0: isolating as shit when you're by yourself going through it, and you're like, "Oh my, is this my life right now? Like, is mm-hmm. this is crazy?" But. You're not alone, I love you. Thank you for coming on the show and talking about this, oh yeah, I, I hope I hope day. you come back. I can't I feel like we have to have a whole other conversation that's like about our past life,
1: <laughs> oh yeah, we can even talk about like what it's like just to be a mom because I got stories for days, <laughs>
0: oh, for sure, and our body and that was a whole other conversation. but um, I love you. I love I'm you so, so much so happy that he's just on your little chest, and oh, sleeping. yeah, humble and sweaty just- right now. <laughs> just a little angel look at him oh my god I love him so much I can't wait to squeeze him and hold him and hug him I still haven't um, met him yet but
1: I do have one last thing to say um yes. shout out to every mom pregnant whatever you're going through like you are doing a good job and if you haven't said yes. it to yourself today say it out loud Amen. I am doing a good job I know hey, that sounds corny, man. but, like, I have to do that. Some affirmations. Yep. We are doing it. good even if you are job. in your
0: pajamas and you're sweaty and your hair's like gone <laughs> and you, you barely have it together, just know you're not alone. Mm-hmm. So, I love you. Right. Thank you. And I will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I hope you enjoyed that episode with my girlfriend, Barbie. She definitely went through it and I respect her I love her so much and you know it's funny how when you start to hear other people's stories you put yourself in their shoes and like how would I have dealt with that and how did they even how did they do it I don't even know how I would have done it um but you all you can really do is empathize and You know, sometimes it is comforting to hear people talk about their stories because it just makes you feel like you're not alone. So if anything, you know, I hope that that you guys got a little takeaway from, from today's episode. So I love you guys all very much. And thank you again for subscribing, for rating, for reviewing. If you haven't yet, please, please do. It's the one thing I ask of you just to help support the show. I really do enjoy talking to you guys. So thank you guys again. And I will see you next week.